Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to The Future of Work, a Pod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the Pod wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Daily Hammer, your daily news source when it comes to the Atlanta Braves as part of the Battery Power Podcast Network. My name is Sean Coleman. Hope wherever you are and wherever you're listening, you're having a great start to your Wednesday. Of course, you can find the Daily Hammer, the Battery Power Podcast, and the podcast to be named later, all at BatteryPower.com, at BatteryPowerSB, and across all forms of social media, and free on all podcast platforms. Wherever you choose to listen, that's where we'll be for free. Just hit that subscribe button, and you'll get the latest content when it's available. My name's Sean Coleman. You can find me at StatsSAC on Twitter. When it comes to the Braves, here's the latest from Atlanta. So first off, to all of our listeners, you know, tuning in once again, thank you so much for the support in 2023. Hope you, your family, all your friends, each and every one of you had a happy and healthy holiday season. And thank you so much for your support going into 2024. It's hard hard to believe we're already into a new year. It's hard to believe that spring training is already six months away. But thankfully, thankfully, the Braves were finally able to check the major box off their list this offseason. And what has been their biggest move so far likely will be this offseason. They did it on December 30th. The Braves traded for seven-time All-Star veteran starter Chris Sale, and in exchange, the Braves sent young infielder Vaughn Grissom to the Boston Red Sox. Now, Brad Rowland, Scott Coleman, you know, they went into detail about just looking at just about every perspective that you possibly can on the Sale trade. It was the late, it was the last Battery Power podcast of 2023. If you hadn't had the opportunity yet, check it out. It's great content, as always, from Brad and Scott. So they've got you covered when it comes to the detail of the trade. But three things that stand out to me about this deal is that it's not necessarily just about 2024, but the Braves did really well, in my opinion, using what they had to add value to the rotation for potentially 2025 and beyond as well. Because when we talked about the Braves looking to make a significant addition to their pitching rotation, once again, Alex Anthopoulos goes a route that many were not talking about. And, and I know that some have, have looked at the Chris Sale acquisition with, you know, a bit, a bit of hesitancy, a bit of pause, because he's a veteran starter who's in his mid-30s, has an extensive injury history. He, he you know, has only thrown basically 150 innings since 2019 on a major league mound due to several different injuries. But once again, Alex Anthopoulos kind of goes off the radar in getting a deal done. For a pitcher who, yeah, there's some question marks about him, but when you consider the cost that was paid to get him, you kind of see that it's not necessarily going to take that much for it to be a win, for it to be a valuable move for the Braves. Because yes, Chris Sale is not who he once was. Natural aging, the injury history, all that plays a part in that. Probably doesn't have the upside of a Dylan Cease or, you know, others that the Braves could have traded for or signed in free agency. But a couple of things that Chris Sale does do is that it gives the uh, the Braves an option to potentially have their Charlie Morton 2.0. That's how Ken Rosenthal 
described it in his latest um, uh, article um, in The Athletic. He talked about, you know, a fact that I had kind of mentioned on Twitter after the move is that with Chris Sale, yes, the Braves are looking at him for 2024, but he waived his no-trade clause in Boston to come to Atlanta. So Chris Sale wants to be in Atlanta. And when you look at kind of where he's been over the past few years, it's not that far off from how Charlie Morton lined up to come to the Braves before the 2021 season. Morton was a veteran towards the end of his career, had had some injury, some recent injury history, but had also been highly productive in both the regular and postseason, and the Braves got him at a pretty decent value, about $20 million per year over the past three years. They got him at a pretty decent value, and I don't think anyone can really argue against the fact Charlie Morton has been extremely valuable. It has been money well spent on Charlie Morton over the past three years. Well, now we go into 2024. Potentially, Max Reed after this year leads for free agency. Charlie Morton could be retiring after this year, or it could, you know, you know, logically be his last year in Atlanta. So you've got two long-term rotation spots that the Braves had to fill, and that's one of the big reasons why they were looking to make that significant addition this offseason. And I know, like in, 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 in the person of Cease and others, Many across Braves country, you know, even the franchise itself, it was looking into options that could eventually be the long-term number two dispenser strider if Max Reed were to walk in free agency after this year. But instead, those costs were just prohibited. Those costs just did not make sense for Alex Anthopoulos, so he instead went the route of getting a pitcher that he feels can be valuable this year and beyond for the Braves and could potentially step into that Charlie Morton role after 2024 as that veteran starter with plenty of experience, but one that can still add value on the mound. And that's the other big thing. Beyond Chris Hill potentially being, you know, kind of a long-term, middle-of-the-rotation veteran option to replace Charlie Morton if this is Martin, Morton's last year in Atlanta, stepping into that Morton role is that you're not going to look for Chris Sale to like Morton be a workhorse. You're not going to look for him to pitch 175 to 200 innings during the regular season. But another thing that Chris Sale does, another box that he checks, is that he very much is a move that aligns with the, what the Braves are doing. I mentioned it several times. The Braves, when they are making moves right now, it's not to how to successfully navigate through the regular season. The Braves have plenty of young pitching depth to help them navigate over the, the next few regular seasons and beyond. They added Chris Sale with the playoffs in mind. They added Chris Sale so that they're no longer in the position to where if after Max Reed and after Spencer Strider, there's been an injury to a quality arm, they're kind of left with an unreliable option like they were with Bryce Elder this past season against the Phillies. This time around, if you go into the playoffs, after Spencer Strider and after Max Reed, you've got Charlie Morton, you've got Ronaldo Lopez, you've got Chris Sale, or you potentially can throw a bullpen game of one of the deepest, highest quality bullpens in baseball. That's why Alex Anthopoulos has done so much work. He's made so many moves to add quality depth to the Braves' bullpen and now to their starting rotation because if there were to be injuries or if there were to be a less than ideal matchup, he's got depth. He's got options. And in Chris Sale, you now have another option with a proven track record that he can come in and face an opposing lineup multiple times and have your team in a position to win with the expectation that the Braves' offense will have. If you look at Chris Sale last year, after May, he struggled in March and April because he was trying to get reacclimated to being a starter. But after May, across, the 60, across 60 innings against 
opposing lineups the first and second time through the order. Chris Sale had a strikeout percentage of 29.2%, a walk rate below 7%, a 1.02 whip of 3.38 FIP. Those are very, very good numbers for a starting pitcher. Numbers that are more than capable of putting the Braves in a position to win a playoff game, even if they don't have one of their two best pitchers on the mound. So in Chris Sale, it's not just about the Braves potentially getting an option that could be here multiple years to step into the Charlie Morton role after 2024. It's also getting an option that if healthy, and the Braves are going to do all that they can to make sure he's healthy, but if healthy still has more than enough stuff to put the Braves in a position to win a playoff game by successfully working through an opposing playoff lineup multiple times. And him being a left-hander also doesn't hurt when you consider the many left-handers the Phillies, the many left-handers the Dodgers have, other potential playoff opponents for the Braves. Having a quality starting option from the left side is a great addition in future National League playoffs. So beyond Chris Sell himself being the long-term potential replacement for Charlie Morton, being another reliable option that can go against an opposing lineup multiple times in a playoff setting and you feel comfortable, you feel confident he'll put you in a position to win in a playoff game, the Braves did right by Vaughn Grissom and by themselves. The Braves put Vaughn Grissom in a position to where he potentially can start to blossom into a productive major leaguer by going to Boston where he can play second base for a team that's not going to have a lot of expectations. But as I and others have mentioned all offseason, Vaughn Grissom's best value to this team, with the moves that they continued to make throughout the offseason, it became clear Vaughn Grissom's best value to this team was going to be as a trade chip to go bring in another pitching option. Now, sure, you maybe would have liked to have used him to get a more reliable or a more longer controlled, you know, more higher upside pitching option in an ideal world. Sure, you would have wanted that, but we're not in an ideal world. So Alex Anthopoulos got creative, got much of Chris Sale's salary in 2024 paid, so at a very low cost, he's bringing in a player with the proven track record of Chris Sale that there's a good chance, even if he only pitches, you know, 100 to 150 innings during the regular season, if Chris Sale is healthy and available for the postseason, I think there's a good chance he'll prove to be more than worth it for hopefully 2024 and beyond. So without a doubt, I think it was a great move by the Braves, Chance it may not work out, but yeah, you don't want to give up Vaughn Grissom for a player that you don't wind up seeing working out, but I think that with what you are on the hook for when it comes to Chris Sale and his upside, paying you know the future control of Vaughn Grissom was more than worth it, and I'm excited to see what Chris Sale can do in the Braves uniform, not only now, but also in October. So with that move being made, with, with the biggest box that needed to be checked now checked for the Braves, what comes next now between now and spring training? We'll discuss that in just a moment. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So the Braves obviously have been one of the busiest, if not the busiest teams in baseball. 
this offseason. And I think that they've taken a, a bit of a different route than many had anticipated. You know, really focus on, you know, adding de- quality depth to the bullpen long term, really stacking up on their left-handed options out of the bullpen, them taking on salary to be able to get quality options with that salary from other teams, such as they did with getting Jared Kelnick as the long-term option in left field. And then once again, Alex Anthopoulos, when it came to the major expected move, going a different route than many had anticipated in getting Chris Sale. So what's left for this Braves roster? What's left on their off-season shopping list before spring training arrives? Well, one additional thing that I definitely think that they're going to look to do is, is certainly upgrade the bench in, in whatever fashion makes sense. Now, they're certainly going to be very, very aware of where they are in terms of payroll. Payroll has gone up. They're into the luxury tax. The Braves certainly don't want to get into a bunch of penalties when it comes to the money that they're spending, but they're going to be aware of how much they could spend, but also are looking to possibly upgrade the bench. I definitely think I discussed this with Stephen Tolbert on last week's Battery Power, or excuse me, um, a Daily Hammer podcast to be named later crossover, discussed the idea of the Braves going out to get a right-handed outfield option that could you know, play center in a pinch, mainly play left, could be a platoon option, you know, a few times every few weeks for Michael Harris and Jared Kelnick against left-handers. But going to get a, a player like that, similar to what the Braves had in Kevin Pillar last year. Now, bringing Pillar back, that could make sense. I know Adam Duvall, as well as a Michael Taylor, Doug Randall Gritchick, those could be options. Gritchick, Gritchick, those could be options. I think those options probably going to be a little bit too pricey for the Braves. So I know that a, a fun name some have mentioned, you know, in the Braves fan base that could be an option is Kyle Lewis, maybe, on, on a minor league contract. Sure, that, that could make sense. I think the Braves are kind of going to go into spring training bringing multiple cheap options that can play the outfield in a pinch and can provide value off the bench. I think that that's one focus that the Braves have in terms of their off-season shopping list. So it'll be interesting to see who the Braves potentially bring in kind of as a fourth, fifth outfielder and, and, and possible bench option to kind of round out this roster. But in terms of dates in January, there are some significant dates coming up. For instance, January 12th, that's the day that players and teams have until to sign before, in terms of arbitration, before they swap arbitration figures and eventually go through arbitration later on this offseason. Now, typically the Braves are a team where they and their players who they have tendered a contract to, they typically will go to arbitration. That's something that we've seen, you know, multiple times each offseason, you know, in, in, in recent offseasons. And the Braves do have some very interesting, you know, uh, uh, contracts to follow when it comes to Waskar, you know, a coming off injury, but also Max Reed and A.J. Mentor, their final years of arbitration. So more news on what the numbers from the player and the Braves could look like in, in the coming days, seeing if any uh, of those three players were to sign. That will definitely be storylines to watch, but we should get more clarity on that by January 12th. Of course, January 15th, you have the start of the international signing period. And for the Braves, this could definitely be a significant one. Now, last year was significant. They added some, some notable talents to the, the bottom level of the minor leagues, hopefully starting to build back up what used to be a very strong minor league system. The Braves went out and they got some, some very good young talent to add to their minor leagues. But this offseason, it's pretty much been out there, and we're just more waiting it to become official than any question that it actually will be. But the Braves could be in line to sign a young hitter, Jose Padermo, 
I believe that he's number three right now in terms of this international class, one of the highest um, international prospects that the Braves have signed in quite a while. It looks like that he is destined to be a Brave once January 15th comes up. So seeing that be made official, plus any other additions the Braves make in their international signing class, that's something to watch out for which January 15th arrives. And then, of course, January 23rd which is the date that we see, not the 23rd, but the, 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 when you get into late January, every year on the MLB calendar, that's when you start to turn your eyes towards Cooperstown and who's going to be announced to be that specific year's Hall of Fame class. And for the Braves and Braves, Braves country, there are some significant names that are on the list that are definitely in the running to potentially earn their spot in Cooperstown. As of earlier in the day on Tuesday, after 105 votes had been made public. The players that are in line right now to go into the Hall of Fame are Adrian Beltre, Joe Maurer, who I both think are in their first year of eligibility, but then some players who have been on the ballot for quite a while, Todd Helton, as well as former Brave, Billy Wagner. But it's also interesting to note that in his final year, Gary Sheffield is really starting to make a run. I believe that he's at 72-73%. It looks like he could have an outside chance to be able to make the Hall of Fame if he were to be voted in. But of course, the player that you know many are really watching out for is Andrew Jones, who right now sits at about 64-65%. At this point in time, especially with how many people are already getting past that 75% uh, threshold, I don't think it's very likely Andrew Jones gets voted in this year. But in his, I believe, sixth year of eligibility, what does stand out is that Andrew Jones has maintained the big leap in votes to get to that 75% threshold eventually. He sustained that from last year, which is really encouraging. So I, well, I don't think that Andrew Jones is necessarily going to get in this year. I do think that eventually he does get the necessary votes to get into Cooperstown. And hopefully the final numbers, once we see them in about three weeks, those will certainly reflect the continued momentum that Andrew is building toward eventually winding up in Cooperstown. So yeah. While the major things have been done in terms of a, another significant signing or significant trade, you know, with Alex Anthopoulos, you can you, you can never say never. But I do think that we've probably seen our biggest moves made this offseason already made. We may see one or two more moves to add position players to the roster that could eventually be bench pieces. And obviously, there are plenty of things to watch when it comes to current Braves and how much they're going to be paid in 2024 how we're going to add some talent to the minor league system, and how some former Braves can eventually make the Hall of Fame. Those are the storylines to watch in January. Make sure you stick with the Battery Power Podcast Network and also BatteryPower.com for the latest on many of those dates and developments. Can't thank you enough for joining us here on the Daily Hammer. My name is Sean Coleman. You can find me at StatsSAC on Twitter. Make sure you get all the great Braves podcast content at BatteryPower.com, at BatteryPowerSPN, across all forms of social media, and free on all podcast platforms. Just hit that subscribe button to Battery Power, and you'll get the latest content when it's available. Until next time, go Braves. We'll talk to you again soon here on The Daily Hammer.